This is Rabbi Daniel Yalkut of Knesset Beth Israel in Richmond, Virginia, with his Vartera on Shemini Atzeres. Shemini Atzeres has an ambiguous status in Halacha, as on one level it is, as the Talmud says, a regal Sneatzmo, a separate holiday, but in other respects, Shemini Atzeres is part of the ongoing holiday of Sukkot, and this ambiguity is reflected even in the name itself. On the one hand, it is an Atzeres, its own Yom Tov, but it is also Shemini, the eighth day of Sukkot. One of the things which ostensibly divides between Sukkot and Shemini Atzeres is the custom of Ushbizen. Rooted in the Zohar, Jewish tradition teaches that each night of Sukkot, we are joined by another one of the Avos, another one of the patriarchs and great leaders of the Jewish people, starting with Avraham the first night and culminated with King David, David HaMelech, on the, eighth, on the seventh night of Sukkot on Hoshana Rabbah. However, there is a Hasidic tradition that Shemini Atzeres has an Ushbiza of, of its own. Uh, the Simcha Bunim of Pshischa, cited by Tzadok HaKohen, as well as the Lubavitcher Rebbe of Blessed Memory, both suggest that Shlomo HaMelech, King Solomon, is the Yushbiza of Shemini Atzeres. Shlomo HaMelech certainly is connected to Shemini Atzeres in a number of different ways. It, the Haftorah that we read on Shemini Atzeres features Shlomo as the hero in the aftermath of the dedication of the, the first base Hamikdash, which took place over Sukkot. And according to the Gemara and Megillah, before Simcha's Torah was a holiday, Shlomo also f- featured as the hero of the Haftorah of the second day of Shemini Atzeret as well. The Tosefta and the Secha Sukkah also teaches that one of the things the Gemara enumerates as the distinctions between Shemini Atzeret and Sukkot is bracha, the blessing which Shlomo HaMelech pronounced on the people as they departed from Jerusalem following the dedication of the first base on Mikdash. Shlomo is an interesting character because of his very ambiguity. Chazal teach that Shlomo at the end of his life, as we know from Tanakh, is seen as complicit in the idolatry that his wives introduced into Yerushalayim. Uh, and Chazal in Sanhedrin even suggests that Shlomo is one of those kings who perhaps may have no portion in the world to come. So what are we saying when we see Shlomo as the Yushpiza of Shemini Atzeres? Shemini Atzeres, and the description of the dedication of the first temple, shows us the high point of Shlomo's life, the image of him rising from his prayer, expressing his dreams for the religious excellence of Klal Yisrael. And perhaps the message of Shemini Atzeres is that the, with both the light and the dark of Shlomo HaMelech, the high point of this wonderful figure who, whose reign was a time of peace and tranquility, of spiritual growth, and the building of the Holy Temple, cannot be minimized even by the fact that later in his life his, his legacy was somewhat darkened. And this, I think, is an appropriate message with which we can end the Yom Tov season. We sometimes wonder after a month of Yom Tov, What's going to be when we return to our, quote, regular lives, and when we in, almost inevitably backslide from some of the heights that we achieved over Yom Tov? Shalom Elch reassures us and reaffirms that the moments that we had are real, meaningful, and sincere, even if in the year that comes we won't live up to them. And while our goals, of course, remain to use everything, the shofar, ni'ila, sukkah, the lulav and esrog, the hakafas, the simchas Torah, as a catalyst of spiritual growth during the year, Shlomo HaMelech and Shemini Atzeres reminds us that those moments are real and true and spiritually meaningful, even if we don't live up to the heights every moment of the year that comes. May God bless us with Shemini Atzeres and the Simchas Torah that are filled with meaning and inspiration, and it will hopefully carry through to every day of the year. Chag Sameach.